Hello, Skeleton Army. This is Dom, the quote, sound guy from Death and Friends. The following is a very special episode of Death and Friends, with an update from the team of what they've been doing in between seasons. There is a second part to this episode where they can talk more in depth about the making of the show and answering fan questions. You can listen to the full version by joining the Patreon for as little as $1 USD. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you would know that Patreon money helps me a lot. So, join it. They're really mean to me. Death? Alright, uh, oh, theme song plays. Um, oh, right. Are we gonna have a cold open? I think this could probably... This right now? Is this, is this too meta to have this as the cold open? Just like us figuring it out and then like a full house theme song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at what point would you play a song, though? Um, probably right here. play it yeah we're in the episode now oh, okay got it yeah oh then i guess <clears throat> hello skeleton army it is i angel and this bag of bones in front of me for the first time in person yeah is nash it is it is me i am here in the flesh and also in the bones this is that's gross. weird now i don't like it yeah me either <laughs> i'm gonna unsay it well welcome to a very special episode of death and friends uh today we are Ready for this? Do you hear about this? No. We're vibing. We're vibing. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we vibed enough. That's Season four. Quite, it's done. Quite enough. We did it. Way to go. Um, in hindsight, we should probably. But, um, uh, I did figure it out. Actually. Okay. Well, then go ahead and take the lead, you butt. No. Okay. I like it when you struggle for it. Okay, uh, we promised that we would record some more content, um, and then we were like, what What content? Donde esta? Donde esta content? Esta aquí? So we figured we'd tell you what we'd been up to in the off-season, which was actually, surprisingly, for an off-season, a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have been traveling. I've been on vacation slash work trip, mm-hmm. and I've been running around, and uh, well... So, shall we get started? We've started off here in Redacted. <laughs> the FBI is like absolutely not. Hey, exactly, right? Uh, hanging out with Nash, and we went to... Did you, did you hear about this? Yes. Did you, uh, did you, I mean, you were there. Oh. I'm waiting for right. you to tell them. Where oh, we no, I just... I thought it was the drugs. That I wasn't quite sure we actually went. Uh, we went to Salem. It was pretty cool. You know, the... Massachusetts, the... Raindrops on... You know, that one. Yeah, yeah, the place where uh, Winona Ryder had a whole event there. Oh, was that Winona? Yeah, that was Winona. Oh, the Crucible. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It was her. Yeah, Salem witch trials, baby. Yeah, we went we to Salem it. Mass. It we was did very it. spooky. It was a good time. Let's see. We uh, did absolutely nothing of value, and our producers were furious about yeah, it. Yeah, they were we, real mad at us. We went there to do things, and then we did none. Of we things. did none of them. We just shopped. It was great. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was just me and Nash oogling girls like, oh, she's pretty. And then going into stores and buying candy cigarettes. So we bought so much dumb shit. I was conned into buying a hundred dollar hat. <laughs> I don't know that conned is the word you want. No, I was. It's f- a very good hat. No, shut up. I'm currently wearing it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. To I them. love this hat. I hate I hate the fact that I love it. But we didn't even just do that. 
I mean, we did do that. We we did do that. But then we did another thing. Yes. That actually was for work. Which was? Which was, we went to the Lizzie Borden Museum in Fall River. Yeah, baby! Yeah. And unlike the the first trip, we actually got some work done in Fall River. Yes. But neither one of us got summer mud butt, which is... Well, oh, no. actually, <laughs> actually... If we're being honest, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um... Well, uh, let's let us recap the trip to the oh, Lizzie yes. Borden House. So we went to Fall River, Mass. We went to Lizzie Borden House. We booked a cheeky little tour. Yep. And it was super fun. If you're a member of the Patreon, you already saw a handful of preview pics of us looking like a bunch of real fucking nerds in front yep. of the Lizzie Borden Just... House. <laughs> We're like, this looks cool, right? This is nice. We're basically still in the MySpace angle era of our lives. But it was it was uh, insanely fun. I liked it a lot, personally. I thought it was a good, a good time. We tried not to be totally insufferable. Uh, I think I was still totally insufferable. Well, we were doing really good up yeah. until the end. So, okay, so how much was the tour? It was like 15 bucks? Something like that. Like 15 bucks per person. And then you can pay for an extra $6 to go to the basement. That's where the hatches were. I know. And it wasn't worth it. <laughs> But we got to hang out with the tour guide afterwards, and he was really cool. And I think we saw all his thunder. Yeah, we did. Because he was like, does anybody else... By the way, this guy was dressed to the nines. He Amazing. Looked, Just like an incredible... Gothic poppy. Yeah. It was insane. And, and like, uh, he was like, so does anybody have any theories of what happened? <laughs> I exploded. And then Nash busted her load. <laughs> She um, was so excited. I was ready. I'd been ready the whole tour. She, she was shaking the whole time. Like a chihuahua who hasn't shit. Like she's like, please. I was so excited. And the Nash went on a 30 minute. Yeah. Okay. It was not 30 minutes. It, it was, was close. It was like a 10 minute, like little spiel, like breaking down dates, times, hours about what she thinks, what she thinks happened. And we kind of came to the conclusion and like, we gave him what our theory was at the yeah. end of the day. And he was like, Yes, I also agree. Yeah. Which tells me that he also had the same idea, and he thought he had, like, this groundbreaking... That ruined it. And we're like, oh, he soiled it. That that happens to me a lot. I mm. ruin a lot of things. Yep. I wouldn't... I'm not proud of it. I should be, maybybe, but I'm not. I mean, it was pretty great. Because yeah. uh, we went in. We, yeah, we would do it. And no, because Nash started it off, and I'd be lying if I said I just stood there. Because no, I was like, yeah, it just makes sense, because blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I was also very insufferable. Yes. The best part was... And nope, I think at one point I was like, Nash, whatever you do, do not mention the podcast. Do not mention that you have a degree in death race. <laughs> at the end, she's like, well, we have a podcast. <laughs> and like immediately I'm like, no, oh, God. why? I felt at the moment that it gave us some legitimacy. And then as I was saying it, I Mind was you, like, the I only feel... people in the room were the, 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 the tour guide whose face was like, of course, they're a part yeah. of the podcast. Yep. And the two old people going, what's a podcast? But it, I think in fairness, like, honestly, we walked in that house and then we got to the first room and he started talking and I started like physically buzzing because I was so excited to talk about this. And you had your hat on. And I think he had to have known at that point we were either from a paranormal traveling group or we had a podcast. That is also very true. Yeah. 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 So, you know, probably just stereotypes being stereotypes. Did I have my hat on? I believe you did. Uh, I don't think we had gone yet. We we did Salem the day before. We already covered this oh, yeah, in this right. live episode. Right, 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 right. We're doing it right now. We're doing it live! <laughs> yeah, but uh, the Lizzie Borden house is great. Uh, Nash immediately disrespected all the surroundings. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a part of the tour where they... So they, they walk us through, like, the living room, 
then to the kitchen where like the autopsies were done and they're like explaining stuff from the case and the whole time me and Ash were like yeah yeah, yeah get, get to the point get to the good stuff because we are like insufferable douchebags yeah and we're just taking pictures as the guy's talking we're like, uh-huh uh-huh yeah, yeah yeah that's great that's great that's great <laughs> and then we get to like the room we go upstairs and we get to the room where like Andrew was actually killed the whole time the dude's like being super respectful he does like cheeky little tour guide jokes he gets to the top and it's like on the sofa where Andrew supposedly died and they have a head yeah on a popsicle stick yep so you can pretend to be a dead dude mm-hmm. but ironically only the dude oh um, yeah you can't pose as Abby which I feel like is racist no, no that's, that's not, not the word sexist sexist that's the one <laughs> We're so used to like going back to racism. Yeah, I forgot a, the other thing. Yeah, happens. it's a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, and um, you can like pose with it, and we have pictures of Nash posing. I didn't do thing. a good job, you guys. <laughs> it's um, no worries. All these things are going to be posted on the Patreon first, and of course, then on the worldwide web. Oh, good. Yep. Sorry. I'm looking forward to my work finding that. There's too many selfies of us in mirrors because we kept trying to find the good one. Yeah, and so that was cool, and then we went and we toured, like, the whole house. We went to the room where Abby was killed. Yeah. And we found out she was found face down, ass up. Well, we knew that. It was weird seeing it, though. Yeah. Like, the tour guide probably did not have to recreate that. No. I think we probably get a little Yeah, and we're it. like, you don't have to take your pants off. Again. Like, it's, <laughs> we get it. And he's like, no, no, I insist. <laughs> and he was like, stepbrother, I'm stuck. And it's like, what? <laughs> uh, no, 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 that is true. Um <laughs> But no, we saw pictures of it. And, yeah. And he gave like a really solid scientific answer of like why the picture looks that way. And we're like, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, Um, it was, you know, I think for me, like one of the things about being in the, in the house, and I don't know if it was like this for you, but you start to f- the feel the picture of it. You know, you, you see this, this stagnant crime photos and you're like trying to figure out what the physical space looks like. But when you were actually standing there, you realize that Abby was basically looking at her attacker from across a bed. And that person, whoever hacked her to death, walked up the stairs into the bedroom and around the bed that she was standing near with an axe to kill her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow. Isn't that no point? Somebody's stepping weird with something clearly behind their yeah, back. Right. Like, hey, what are you hiding? I yeah. mean, I guess if they're going to ask you to death, that asking the question does you no favors. But True. no defensive wounds was my mm-hmm. point. Just. Yeah. Like that person ran in there. They really did. Or they were very good at hiding an axe. And I feel like this is just speculation here. And I don't want to get too off topic because this episode is not just about Lizzie Borden, but I do want to talk about it. I feel like you can hide an axe more easily in a skirt petticoat type situation Mm -hmm. than if you're a dude just walking around in dude clothes. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Which brings us to our point that we went to the Lizzie Borden Museum in part because we didn't solve the crime on the podcast, right? Like, that wasn't our job. That's not what we're here for. No. We're here to report history facts and be unnecessarily horny. Yes, that's that was actually what's in our job descriptions. Mm-hmm. But we went there to see if they thought that they had solved the crime. And how horny they were. Yeah. I mean, we, we got an idea, I think. Actually, you know, we did get a decent idea. When he was like on the, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we, we got an idea, but... I don't think they know either. And I think they're very comfortable not knowing. And I think that is what... 
was most interesting about it. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we don't know. And that's okay, because mm. you just gave us $40 almost. To... Yeah, they were like, we actually don't care at all. We actually, uh, we hate this place. Yeah, <laughs> we sell bloody hatchets in the gift shop, so. Actually, they do sell bloody yeah, hatchets in the gift shop. That's not a lie. And it's freaking on. That gift shop was pretty sick. It was. It's like a modest little gift shop, but all the stuff is really cool. It is really cool. Of course, we are joking. They very much do care about everything. And uh, they take their job pretty seriously, which I think is pretty cool. Yes, they do dress in like official like Victorian gear. It was really great. If you have the time, money, and all that, it's definitely hot recommend. It's also a bed and breakfast. Yeah, you can stay there. We heard a guy complaining about his eggs. So, (laughs) the thing. I think you're the only person that saw that guy. Yeah. Um, There are also just... Oh, there's dolls everywhere. I was just going to say, to caution you, there are horrifying dolls. There's... Everyone can see them, even if they tell you they can't yeah, see them. Yeah, and the whole time the tour guide's like, what dolls? And you're like, don't don't guess don't like do me. This. Don't do don't that. Don't do this. They're horrifying. They Please are don't. literally terrifying. At one point, Nash was like, you see these dolls too, right? I'm like, yes. You see, they're real. Thank God. You because... want to touch one? And she was like, how dare you? No. So we paid the extra money to go downstairs. Yes, we did. And it is creepy as hell. I mean, it also it's creepy as hell, and it's also like where they're storing their Christmas decorations. So yeah, it's got like a, weird vibes. It's weird because he was like explaining like at the wash basin, where it's like, and this is where she was washing the dress, and this is the period yeah. excuse, and all this stuff. And like he was standing in front of like the Japanese yeah, screen the things, <laughs> the divider room. Yeah, I was just like, so we're just not gonna explain that. We're not gonna. Explain and he was like, not at all. And then he just left. He left. He didn't even be like, haha, nope. nope. He's just like, no. And he went up the stairs. Yep, that was it. That, that was, was the tour. He explained how people see a ghost in the wall. Of yeah, the there's thing. like a face. I saw the face. I didn't. Nash doesn't see the face. Nope. And um, and on that note, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just ended the episode? What with if that, we just like... our first ever like chill, relaxed fit episode is just us like, yeah, it was fine. We went to Lizzie Borden. There was okay. There was one thing. There's like a giant room in the basement with a bed in it. Yeah. And it, I swear to God, it had chairs lined up around it, like for an audience. It was a deathbed. That's where you die. Okay. With an audience? Yeah. I mean, that's how it used to be. Like, people are Okay. Because the first thing I saw that, I'm like, okay, some crazy shit happens down here. Oh, no. Well, I mean, maybe yes. Well, he was describing how, like, seances, exorcism, shit like that. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, okay. All right. And then, like, and he was like, yep. And then he moved on. He he moved on awful fast. It was, like, not about being down there for some reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dear God. He has said that other tour guides have seen ghosts. I think he was relatively new to the beat. Yeah, I think he was just like not trying to get haunted or anything. Yeah. But it was overall a really great experience. Recommend it. Stay there if you want. Um, Lizzie Borden, bed and breakfast. It's a good time. Fall um, River, great Mexican food. Does not smell like farts. Thank God it doesn't smell like farts because <laughs> I, I walked into that being like, it's going to be a farty day. But it wasn't. It wasn't at all. We also went to go see Lizzie's grave. Oh, we did. And we drove past her, the house that she lived in when she got acquitted, mm-hmm. which is called Maplecroft. It's privately owned now. She can't go through it, but um, it looks nice. Yeah. It's a, They're doing nice things with it. It's chill. It's chill, yeah. please. Lizzie's grave is very nondescript. Yes. People put stuff all over it. Yeah. Everybody has flowers except for like the mom. Yeah. the Abby like, does not have anything. No, no, no. Sarah doesn't oh, have anything. Oh, Sarah, Abby that's right. does, yes. Yeah, that's right. And Emma. Pretty much everybody forgot Emma. Which, yeah. considering she orchestrated the entire thing. Yes. Oh, I guess this is the part where we get to yes. what we think happened. Theories. All righty, here we go. The thing everybody wanted. Yes. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a giant conspiracy. Yes, absolutely it yeah, was. We all think we are the belief that everybody thought Andrew was a dick. Yep. 
Including the tour guide. It was like Andrew was the... He kept talking mad shit about Andrew. He it was like, like he was just an awful man. <laughs> and, and they were like, hey, what... And I think they all got drunk together one day. And they're like, wouldn't it be crazy if we just killed them? And somebody was like, what if? And we think that Lizzie, who was subject to lots of drugs at the time, was like the only person who wasn't in on it, technically. Or she maybe was and then, you know. Yeah. But the point is like... It was like a clue situation where everybody was involved. Right. Like, and, and you start to think about it and you're like, Emma's away. She never really went away that much, but she's away for like a three week period. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was only a couple days at a time. She's gone for three weeks. And John Morse, their mother's brother, shows up. And then the morning of the murders has the most detailed alibi to the point where it seems... Too good to be true. Too good. Like, he memorized a cab driver's number. Yeah. And the full names of everyone he was in the cab Which with. happened to be priests. very reputable priests. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... it's kind of like, why would you? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why would you notice that level of detail? You know, you I just realized it? we sound like a true crime podcast. We do sound like a true crime podcast. I kind of hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we should stop. Anyway, we just, we think everybody did it because. Yeah, know, we what? just think everybody did it. Um, And Andrew Borden was a. Was a huge dick. Was, uh, what he is also he? Didn't what have, is he, a piece of shit? He didn't have a nice beard. I'll say it. Oh, yeah. He looked not good. Yeah, that was not a good was beard. It, you know, you ever see a dude with, like, facial hair that they think they could rock, and they're like, I'm rocking this, and it's like, they no. don't. It was like me and my mustache a few months ago. I thought I could do it. Couldn't. He couldn't. Okay, you didn't have to say it that fast. <laughs> okay, moving on. We ran around some graveyards. Yes, we did. Nash proceeded to be a fucking nerd about yes, it. Yes, I did. I learned way too much about things. I love graveyards, you guys. Actually, I don't know that I've ever talked about it on this podcast. Go for it. I studied graveyards for my master's degree, which is the most useless thing you could study in any field at all. Um, I studied gravestone iconography, so I could talk about graves for a really long time, as Angel unfortunately found out. It was three hours. It was probably even longer than that. He might be being nice. <laughs> the first time he's ever been nice to me on this podcast. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, a, it was a super fun day. And then the night came. Was it the next day? No, it was the next day, actually. No, no, we went. We went. Was that? Was it was the that? same day. It was all that? It was no, this... Salem was one day. Yes, and then the... And then it we've, was Fall we've... River, and then we went to uh, Boston proper, and we went to the National Geographic Beyond King Tut, the immersive experience. It was incredible, you guys. It was absolutely insane. Okay, first of all, we got VIP tickets. Which definitely do if you If get you can. Please do it. And it was absolutely bonkers. We, For most of the things we did, we did record a lot of videos. It took a lot of pictures that we we're going to plan on posting on social soon. It took a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. For reels and all that jazz. We'll see if it works out. But if you're a Patreon member, you're going to get it all first. This is all just an ad for a Patreon. Yep. This <laughs> entire thing. This this whole thing. But it was genuinely so cool. Like, even the floor lit up. Mm-hmm. And, it, okay, so at first, we, we first started seeing commercials for this. They made it very clear that there are no artifacts as part of this. And, you know, I was kind of like, oh, man, you know, if I don't get to touch something. <laughs> and Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm, right. I don't know. Um, and that goes for all things, by the way. Um, just <laughs> I don't mean that. I just really want to do upset it. <laughs> don't you, though? <laughs> don't you? I did touch a bunch of gravestones illegally in you Salem, Massachusetts. It's literally, fine. Quite we'll literally, find. like, it says, like, do not touch the gravestones. Yeah. And I was like, I have and, a uh, <laughs> And Natural's like, I am a student. <laughs> and she's, she was like literally fingering holes. They dragged me away in handcuffs. It was it a was whole thing. Great. Was a anyway, whole thing. back to the t- King Tut thing. 
So I was like a little apprehensive about having no artifacts, but it really is one of the coolest ways to experience history that I have ever seen. It was quite, I mean, it's an immersive experience. It really is. Yes. It's, so think like these WWE, like <laughs> of fucking the Mandalorian projection wall, mm-hmm. like holy crap technology that surrounds you entirely. The reason I say WWE is because after the initial intro to everything, it's like this five minute long video, like King Tut was the boy king who, right? It's like, it's fucking insane. Yep. Like, and then like it talked about like. Hypes up. It's just, you're so hyped. You you think Tut's going to show up. Yeah. You're like, and here he is, standing at 5'3", with a Four limp. Nine. Yeah, right. 5'3", <laughs> with a weird look in his eye. King Tut. But, like, seriously, like, at one point, and now for the experience, and the fucking door, it like, like Star Trek opened up out of nowhere. In the middle of the room. In the it was middle like of the room. fucking crazy. And smoke came out, and you're like, what the fuck? We screamed at each other. We're like, like oh! And the best part was like a tour guide just popped out. I was like, hey guys, uh, right through here. (laughs) It was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Like, I think there was like legitimate like screaming. Everybody like, and it's funny because like you could tell it was like a couple of couples and like just some friends that were there and they were like, oh, this is cool. And me and Nash are like dressed to the gills, by the way. So I went full goth cowboy, (laughs) right? Like black Canadian tuxedo. I had a really nice uh, bolo tie on. Yep. I had my hat on. Nash went in looking like the keyboardist of the flock of seagulls. <laughs> like the most rockin' 80s gear you've ever seen. Oh, no, good. you look good. You look good, kid. Great. And uh, no, yeah, we dressed up for this. And I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did, too. We had a blast. You go through like this intricate hallway. Yes. Of um, just like timelines of like when they found it, how they found it. There's even a section for old Carnarvon and the... Uh, oh. Howard Carter. Carter and Carnarvon. And there's a lovely picture of them staring into I each know, other's eyes. Just I just want to say that. Into, and you know what's weird? The bottom half of their bodies were mm-hmm. censored? Yeah. I mean, just stop erasing the gaze from history, please. I know. No, it was, it was genuinely incredible. It was really cool. And um, they really talked about how like finding him helped bridge a gap in history, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I mean, granted, we did a not a great job of Facebook. We just had way too much... Fun making fun of a. It was too early in our show. Yeah. Um. It's one of those things where we look fondly back on, and we're also very cringe. Yeah. Like we know someday it's gonna bite us in the ass. The we really we someday we'll come back to Tut. I think and to like, do it do him justice. Yeah. Do it a little bit more. Not as mean to an inbred child. Yeah. Yes. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But no. We we had a lot of fun though. In gen- and like what's cool is like every time you'd go through like a hallway. You'd enter another giant room. Mm-hmm. That was an immersive experience. We saw like his like throne room situation. Yeah, we played Senate. Oh yeah, we played Senate. We entered like this place where like all his games were and like yeah. all the shit he liked. You can play it. It's like With a like huge breakdowns version. of like every piece of the actual casket. Yeah. Of his body. How they like it was so so insane. And then the coolest part I think was on the way to the last room. So it's just like, it's just like very dark hallway. So the benefit of this exhibit is you understand you're moving from a historical perspective when we found King Tut's tomb to this starting to understand King Tut's life and then his afterlife, right? So it moves sort of chronologically understanding him as a figure. Um, and then you get to this point where you know he's dead, right? He knows he's dead in this sort of immersive experience. And you walk through this hallway and you know you're about to grapple with the afterlife, and it's very. You turn a corner, and it's very, very abrupt. It's very dark. Yeah, it's like 
but but there are these like twinkling stars along the the hallway that sort of lead you forward. And I remember knowing and there's literally a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. And I just remember feeling like I knew at that point I was going to be like incredibly emotional for no reason. <laughs> I'm not a huge crier. Um, that might be an embellishment of facts. But anyway, like I don't normally get moved by these things. Um, and I think I made it two minutes into the into the afterlife discussion before I was like fully in tears. Yeah, we, it was like this gorgeous hallway that like was representing like entering the Egyptian afterlife. And like there was like these flowing silk banners. Mm. And like all the symbols and like explanations and like there was chimey music. Like yes. it was, it was really pretty. It was genuinely gorgeous. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like trying to record and like, there's a video of me like, wow. And then like it points to Nash and Nash is having a moment. And I just put the camera down and I was just like, <laughs> I'm just, I don't have to record this. Cause you know, there was a lot of times where like we were recording and like, it's obviously we we're playing it up for like TikToks and stuff. But at the same time, like a lot of it was like, oh, dude, I just want to enjoy this. This yeah. is so great. We tried to go circle back again, but they were closing. Yeah, they were dicks. No, they weren't dicks. <laughs> but, we were like the last group. Yeah, we were obnoxious anyway. So yeah, I could... they were like, oh, finally these people are leaving. No, it was it was really gorgeous. And like, it was really cool because the whole exhibit's pretty dark until you enter like a large room with like a lot of LED screens mm. and stuff. And then it gets dark again as you're traveling through its history. And then you go through like this gorgeously bright entrance to the afterlife. And then you're in the afterlife. Yep. And it's a room the size of like a small, of not even a small conference hall. Like, That's a, a, like you could hold like a an wedding auditorium. in yeah, yeah, you definitely could yeah, hold yeah. a wedding in there. These gigantic like Tron screens. Yep. And a floor projections that light up. And there's a boat in the middle of it that represents the boat you get on for the Egyptian afterlife. Yep. For the river sticks. Yep. Yeah. So you, so you walk into this room and you're sort of 360 and then the floor, it's all telling the story of what happens after you die. So you start to see, when you walk in, you see King Tut's opening of the mouth ceremony, which they would do as they start mummification process. So it's basically like we're getting your body ready to go into the afterlife. And what the Egyptians believed was that once you went into the afterlife, you would get all your stuff back. Basically, the afterlife was an idealized version of modern living. So you would still go, you would be who you were, you would till the fields, you would have, like, friends and whatever. It's, it's a new game plus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, only for rich people. But, you know, whatever. That's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. fun. So the opening of the mouth ceremony was, was to give Tut back his voice in the underworld, to give him animation again. So it's an important part of the mummification process in the early stages. But they show you what it would be like in the mythology. So, you know, Tut's corpse or soul sort of arrives in in the middle piece between death and the river sticks and he gets open and mouth ceremony so you watch that with the priests happen and then you know he's he starts his journey he gets on the boat and then he he has to sort of grapple with the 12 gates the 12 i i believe they're baboons mm, um i think no i think the baboons help him they do they they guard the gates um yeah. but they signified the 12 hours of of evening um, and so he goes through all of the gates. He fights the giant snake that he has to mind you. This whole presentation is like almost an hour long. It was it was really long. I wouldn't say an hour, but it it was it, it was, was twelve hours. We are still there, actually. We're recording this live from there on our <laughs> iPhones. I would say I th I would say it was like a half hour. Yeah, easily. It was absolutely gorgeous. It gets to the point where you meet the gods, and he goes through his judgment and the scales, and it every time you go through a separate piece, it's it's like um. The whole environment changes, and we have videos and pictures, so we're going to post about it soon, and just to kind of give you a taste of what it was, but if 
And it's a touring show. Yeah. So if you ever get the chance to go, please do it. It's go. so fun. Yeah. Gift shop's pretty sick. <laughs> so we did. We did also did the VIP pass, so we got an opportunity to sit down in VR and oh, yeah. go through the tomb. So you basically put your cool little headset on and, and you walk through Tut's tomb. Um, I'd never done VR before Angel had, um, and I found it very freaky because you can't see your body, obviously. So you're just sort of like a floating entity. And I was like, man, being a ghost sucks. Like, I had the worst <laughs> vertigo. <laughs> It's like this is really yeah, hard. Match was like a baby deer. Yeah, it was freshly born afterwards. It was like, oh, my legs. No, I'm a pro VR because I'm a nerd, <laughs> and so, uh, so I'm used to that kind of experience. And I, I found it really fun. Could have been scarier. That's just me. I mean, we could have seen some ghosts. It would have like been some... cool to see a mummy or like, like Lord Carnarvon. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> what's crazy is like the whole time they talk about the tomb. They talk about they don't ever talk about his actual body. Right. And I think that's because it's been done to death. Correct. Because we know way too much about his mummified body. We know what it sounds like, technically. We know he doesn't have a penis. So. I know. We're still looking for it. We're still working on it. We actually went to this yeah. with the intention to be like, getting answers. But we didn't. In fact, they were like, hey, how you doing? We're like, hi. And they're like, what's the the reservation under? And we're like, death and friends, donde esta? Touch penis. Touch penis. That's the last name. Donde yeah. esta? Then we got kicked out, put on mustaches, <laughs> went we back in, back. and then they let us do it. So. Yeah. The mustaches really worked. Look, they were because... like, we know it's you, but it's the last group, so it's fine. <laughs> no, but like, it was it was insanely fun. It was yeah, super fun. It loved, really was. Loved every second of it. Well, I paid $30 to park, so... Oh, <laughs> were of seconds. course you would mention this. <laughs> of course you would mention this. You have no idea uh, how much that hurt me physically and emotionally. Okay. All right. Ecumenically. It's okay. Spiritually. This is from the same person that spent like 50 bucks on at the gift shop. Yeah, well, you know what? Without... That was $50 I wanted to spend. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, those those were the main experiences we had, which were super fun, super insane. Now, Angel. Yep. That's me. No. Nope. Speaking in the third person for some goddamn reason. <laughs> I traveled all the way to merry old England to visit some friends. Well, you went for the queen. No, I didn't. And then you How her. dare you? <laughs> Stop. No, I did go to England uh, to visit some friends, and if at the time of this recording, the Queen had literally been dead for not even a week, <laughs> I picked a hell of a time to show up. You sure did. And it was very interesting. Everyone's super bummed out about it there. Yes. It was really awkward as an American, a <laughs> uh, person of color, who does not give a shit about monarchy, <laughs> to be there. Um, His bag I, got searched at least 18 times. My bag got searched so many times, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, what were you going to do, poison the queen again? Exactly, right? No, I was, Jen, uh, that should be an episode, of, like, Angel's Travel Stories from going to the UK. There was an old man behind my seat just farting up a storm. Oh, good. Just toot machine. <laughs> so, no, I went to the UK, had a great time, visited, it was cool, saw my friends. Shout out to Vicky. But course i had to go and do some work i was in birmingham england and there is the coffin works museum it's pretty neat i'm pouting through this entire description by the yeah, way yeah she's so mad because mm -hmm. i had a hell of a time so the coffin works museum is the old newman brothers factory where they used to make a lot of the accessories and breastplates and just your tchotchkes that you would put on a coffin soup tubes <laughs> your soup tubes <laughs> that you put on coffins yeah and Newman Brothers was famous because they did a lot of royalties coffins. So they did Diana. They did uh, Churchill. I wonder what they're currently working on. Uh, gee, I wonder. Because considering they did Prince Philip recently. Mm. Mm. 
I went through the uh, museum and they showed us exactly how these things were made, all the ironworks, all the stamping, all the, they did the shroud stuff. Basically you, you get, you pick out a coffin, whatever coffin you want. Those are mostly pre-made. And then you go to the Newman brothers and you get it souped up to however you you want it, right? Cadillac of coffins. You basically get it like souped up. You go to pimp my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Newman brothers. And they showed us this like insanely amazing tour where they were like, and this is how we stamp this. So the breastplates are made. This is how you pick handles. We went into like the warehouse. We saw hundreds of boxes of like, hey, these are the coffin nails. You can, you can, to the minuscule detail, you can mm-hmm. pick out and fully customize the, the coffin. You can customize your shrouds, um, the lining. It was, it was absolutely wonderful. It was insane. I loved every second of it. And what's crazy is they were talking about how the plant technically shut down in the 70s. But obviously, it's an industrial plant, so they have so much leftover stock from when they shut down that that's how they can technically keep supplying stuff for royalty and stuff. So I asked, I was like, so you're telling me that some of this stuff is going to be used for Queen? And the guy said, I am not a liberty to say. So I was just like, oh, okay. 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 So it was pretty cool. I loved every second of it. I was like, this is like my eighth tour of the week. (laughs) <laughs> involving something death related I just want you to know he sent me a video of part of his tour and I threw my first phone into the sea I was that upset that I wasn't there <laughs> and so then I had to go get a new phone and then the video was the first thing that loaded and it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me yeah so anyway we're at an AT&T right now yeah. trying to get her a new phone <laughs> but yeah the tour guy was really charming he was a sweet guy Um, he's been doing it for like over a decade now and he did a really great job they showed us how the machinery worked like literally he worked the, the machine I brought Nash the actual thing he stamped. Amazing. I love it. It's pretty I great. So like sewed it right onto my skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's bleeding all over this ATT <laughs> counter. Um, but no, it was really cool. I would I I would say I would argue it's more like a hey, this is how things used to be back in the day. Right. Because he kept talking about like industry and this is how factories were and blah. And I was like, ooh, cool, cool, get to the death part. Like <laughs> the whole time. But overall it was a really cool experience. I I loved it. I think the coolest part was getting to like the catalog area where like you pick out handles and the kind of thing engravings and stuff that whole room was insane to look at because everything's laid down like super professionally and he was explaining like this is pretty much how it would be laid out you'd walk in you'd get the tour they'd go okay go ahead and start picking your stuff and you just go free reign and you pick out whatever you want you go from there. God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and they were explaining. Oh, one here's a fun thing. Uh, he said that the that factory only had one strike in its entire almost hundred year run, something ridiculous like that. And it was because very British reason tea breaks were not long enough. Damn it! I know they were like ten minute tea breaks, not enough. We need longer tea breaks. How will the digestives get soft enough for us to eat them? <laughs> How tea- will we not burn our mouths? Exactly. Loved every second of it. Brought Nash a bunch of stuff. She threw it at me. She was like, how dare you go to this without me? Yeah. But it was either him or neither of us. So in the end, I see the point. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. But it was super fun. Um, also, obviously, pictures will be posted on Patreon and then regular socials. Going to be a super cool. One super cool. <laughs> Un super cool. Well, that's what we've been up to in the meantime, between seasons. Yep. Let's talk about season four, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, cool. First things first, stop asking about it. Yeah. We don't we don't wanna we don't wanna talk about it. Uh we we've, we've had all these adventures and now we don't want to go back to work. Yeah. Uh <laughs> exhausting. Um so we are in the middle of 
researching and recording for season four, which is good. That being said, we are switching to a, is it bi-weekly? No, bi-monthly. No, I think it's pan-month. Oh, no, we're talking about the schedule. So... <laughs> No, um, okay, so as I'm quitting. If, okay, so if you if you're a newer fan, obviously you've probably already gone through the entire catalog, which for that we thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for being a fan. If you have been with us for a while now, you know that we usually release these in seasons, as in we go through a weekly run and then we reach a point where we our brains are so mushed that we stop releasing episodes. And then a long break happens and then we release the next batch and that's how it goes. Well, we figured one, that's not terribly healthy for anybody. And two, you as a listener deserve a little bit more. So we are switching starting in 2023 to a bi-weekly schedule. That means every two weeks you will get a new episode. Just like Payday. Just, yeah, there you but go. But us. But us. We will still be in season, so there will still be a very short gap between. But with the bi-weekly schedule, you'll have us over the entire course of the year, right in your earbuds. Mm. Just right in, just up in there. Just dulcet tones. <laughs> And my mm. annoying nasally ones. <laughs> Her college educated knows what the fuck she's talking about. And then Angel is also here. <laughs> well, I do have this weird lisp that I didn't know I had until we started this podcast. So. Yeah, sorry about that. I Thank did. you so Okay, much. so hang on. That's a fun story. Okay, so one time. So obviously we razz on each other all the time. Yes. And Nash was like. And I think. I don't know if I wrote this. Or no, I was like, you had to do it as an old person. Right. That's <laughs> right. I In the script it said. Read this as an old person. I was like, oh, what kind of old person? I was like going through different voices. Mm-hmm. And then Nash was like, just read it as the oldest person you know. And so I started reading it as Nash. Yeah. And I did an impression of Nash. And she's like, I don't have a lisp. I go, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. And then we listened to it. And then we called Dom and Jake. And, and apparently. You do, in fact, have a lisp. Which, hurtful to find out when you're 35 and you have a <laughs> podcast. But that's fine. It's fine. We're fine. We're moving Woo! on. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's going to be super cool. It's going to be a fun time. And hopefully we'll be more available to you guys, obviously. We've been posting more to the Patreon, getting previews and stuff ready to go. And we're working on it really hard. And uh, we got more stuff coming for you. Um, now, you're like, at the time of this episode, it's September of 2022. Correct. It's the time of this recording. Probably release, what, in a week or two? Something like that. Whenever it does. And you're like, hey, January is very far away. You're right. That's you're, correct. That's you're, okay. not, you're not wrong. So, donde esta death and friends? What's going to happen in the meantime? Well. None of your business. None of your goddamn business. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> you, you stupid butt I just want to take a nap. <laughs> We're so tired. No, we plan on releasing uh, a few episodes. Just kind of as like maybe like two or three just to kind of hold you guys over some like specials. Think of think of like the episode we did about the emu war. It was like really short and like meant to hype you up for the next season, but not really official Death and Friends canon content. Exactly, exactly. So expect more kind of things like that. Expect more stuff to be released on socials as well as on Patreon. Um, as far as Patreon goes, as far as I know, this might be edited out, so don't worry about it too much. I think we're gonna do hangs with Angel again. No nice. death, just friends. Should be interesting to say the least. We're going to start asking patrons more stuff of what they want, what kind of content they want to see. Maybe live Q&As, live hangs. We'll see. All you guys need to know right now is that we are working on season four. I don't think a lot of folks truly understand how hard it is to make the show. Because 
at the end of the day, it's a very stupid and horny show. Yeah. But in order to be this dumb, you have to be very smart about it. <laughs> so it takes a lot of research and a lot of time. Yeah, we found out recently that um, at the end of our episodes, Jake says something about um, not being able to use this in your research papers. And we didn't know that that was there, by the way. And I was like, we could have been half-assing it this whole time. I know, right? Like, we've been working so goddamn God. hard. Yeah, but basically, we work so hard that you can, in fact, use it in a research paper. If you want to. We are also going, we are in the process of backlogging all of our work cited and consulted, so those will appear on our website, hopefully, pretty soon. Yeah. But that requires us to do work, and we both have ADHD, so. Yeah, so there's that, too. There's also that. So, ooh, Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, so, but we, we have a lot of cool stuff planned for season four, some stuff for in between seasons. It's going to be fun, and all next year, you're going to have a whole lot more Death and Friends to, to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably do maybe one or two more of these kind of relaxed episodes just to give a quick update or so, but yeah, that's kind of that's what we got. This is the first time we've done an episode without a script or a proper structure. We just have like general ideas i gotta be honest with you it's been chaos it's so it's okay in the edit who knows how well we sound but in real time it's a nightmare it's it's been a lot it's been a lot yeah it smells so bad in here um, i mean i'm high so that's probably why. <laughs> hey how we doing hey uh yeah but hey i've been mentioning the patreon a lot yeah yeah we have a lot of new patreon members and for you members we thank you for joining us we do yes thank well, you brendan Fraser. thank you you're always very excited to see your name every month praise be but yeah, like I said before, the Patreon, we're going to start engaging with it more. We're going to start posting stuff there before we post it to any of our socials and to our main pages. We are going to re-engage our Discord as well. Um, more information on that as it comes. Just know that we are actively working on everything. Just because the season is over doesn't mean we stopped working. If anything, we work harder. We work a lot harder in between seasons. It's only when episodes start coming out that we get to relax a little bit. So you guys know uh, that Patreon money, we we jokingly add in the end of every episode that it supports Dobbs medical bills. Death? And on that note, that's the episode. Actually, I'll let the hosts handle this next part since they're not going to kill me this time. A special thanks to you, our favorite listener. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about us. We have cookies. And don't forget to rate and review or be cursed. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Gorilla Jokes. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A Jokes. And I'm at It's Nashville. And of course, follow the podcast at Death and Friends Podcast on Instagram and Death the Pod everywhere else. Would you like to live deliciously? Yes, oh, maybe. Mmm, butter. Become a member of the Skeleton Army. Join us on Patreon. We use it to cover our sound guy's medical bills. Well, just his regular bills. <laughs> In order to properly write medical facts, again, just regular facts, <laughs> we expose Dom to listening to our voices constantly. We're so sorry, Dom. <laughs> so become a member of the Patreon. Yes, please do so. Hey, speaking of Patreon, it is time to honor a member at the Brendan Fraser level. Praise be all of you at the Brendan Fraser level. Thank you guys so much. And praise be Brendan Fraser himself. Thank you so much. So check it out at patreon.com slash deathandfriends. Also, we've got a website now. That's deathandfriends.org. .org because we are committed to making the internet worse. Ah, uh, yes. What a strange, strange episode this was indeed. <laughs> this is why we use scripts. This is why we use scripts. Uh, <laughs> hey, look. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. death is tricky to talk about. So please remember, you are loved, you matter, and if you do not want to be your own friend, we will happily be your friend. Bring it in, buddy. Come on. I get love in the here. way you smell at night. 
Okay, I'm gonna just let go. <laughs> Until next time, Skeleton Army. Stay spooky. Love you. Love you. This has been a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Executive produced by Jacob Duffy Halbleib. Audio design by Dominic Guanzon. Themes and transitions by Amy Doe. The fuck is a knave?